The following shiur has been presented by Rabbi Yehoshua Sova, Rabbi of Kehillat Shara Ezra, Miami Beach, Florida. For more shiurim or information, please visit vshc.org or call 1-844-200-TSHC. That's 1-844-200-8742. V'hino am Adonai Eloheinu Aleinu, ma'asei Adenu Kananu Aleinu, ma'asei Adenu Kananu. Hezrat Hashem, we will be discussing Parashat Miketz about the idea of Zuto Shaliyam. This idea of something that gets swept into the sea, why the poskim, why the Gemara tells us that a person, if they were to retrieve such an item, they would have every right to be zocheh and to acquire such an item, even if the person is jumping up and down, screaming, look, it's mine, look, it's mine. We completely ignore that. And if a person were to retrieve such an item, they could keep that. The Pasuk in Perek Mem Dalit, Pasuk Dalit, tells us that when the brothers left the palace of Yosef HaTzadik, Tzafnat Paner, and they were leaving outside of the city, the Pasuk uses a very peculiar verbiage. Normally when we say that someone leaves the city of where they're coming from, it says that a person left Min Ha'ir, they left from the city. Yet the Pasuk does not say that. It says, Hem Yatsu Et Ha'ir. They left the, the city. Says the Tzorot Amor, why does it not say Min Ha'ir, from the city? Why does it mean Et Ha'ir? Rather, he wants to say the following. Et Ha'ir is referring to that they were still within the Tchum, within the 2,000 Amot of that in Mitzrayim. Why? Because he brings a pasuk in Yahushua, in Perek Gimel, pasuk Talid, Ach rachok benechem As long as you had a distance between 2,000 amot, which is that of a tchum, that's considered distance. But less than that, you're still within the sphere of being in the city. And says the pasuk, Kum ridof, get up and pursue, chase. And he was telling, Yosef was telling his son, Menashe, I want you to go after my brothers and track them down. Why specifically now? Says it's Ramor. Because if they were to go further than this Mil Echad, further than the Alpayim Mama, outside of the periphery of this city, En Kol Biriyah He brings it from the Alkut, Remez Kufnun, that says, it will be impossible, and he brings also from the Midrash as well, that if it were to be that the Jew, that the Shvatim were to leave the vicinity of this city, it will be impossible to catch them. What does that mean? We're talking about, we're talking about the Viceroy of Egypt, that a regular slave was never able to leave the confines of Egypt, ever. Kura Barzel, this was the iron smelting furnace. This was a place that was impossible to leave. That's why the miracle of Mitzrayim, Yitzhak Mitzrayim, is such a great miracle. Because it was almost physically impossible for anyone who were to be a prisoner in Mitzrayim to ever leave. And yet, if they were to leave outside of the Tchum, outside of Nilechad, Yosef would not be able to get them? What are you talking about? Why would he not be able to get them? And we're not talking about the even Eretz Yisrael. We're talking about outside the Tchum, outside Me'ilachat from Mitzrayim, from the palace gates. This is what we're talking about. Why couldn't he do that? 
So maybe we want to say is based on the following. In the Gemara, in Baba Mitziah, Chavbet, the Gemara tells us a pasuk that comments and says, Avuda mimeno umitsuya etzel kadom. It says, Asher tovad mimeno. If a person loses an item, mimenu, from him. So the Gemara makes a diuk, makes an inference. Only from him it's lost. Mimenu. However, umitsuya etzel koladam. However, it could be found by other people. Other people could find it. It's just this person lost it, the original owner. So if he lost it, the original owner lost it. Umitsuya etzel koladam. And other people are able to find it. Then there's a chiyuv shavat aveda that a person has to return the item. However, says Gemara, if it's mimenu ve'ena mitzuya etzel koladam, if it's lost from this person, the original owner, and also lost from everyone else, meaning it's impossible for a normative person to be able to retrieve the item, we say that the person is zoche, and if they want, they could keep it, even if there's simanim and you have the person's name, etc. Person could be zocheh in this item. Why? Says the Gemara. Because this is called zuto shelyam. The waves of the ocean. Now, what ocean are we talking about? And if you're going to tell me, well, we have to use an expression of a natural disaster coming and sweeping the item away. You could use roch mitzuya. You could use wind. Or even the Gemara itself uses shelyotov shel nahar. If there was an overflowing of the riverbanks. So that's a perfectly good example. Why do you have to use Zuto Shelyam? Specifically, a wave from the ocean. Which ocean are we talking about? And why a wave of the ocean? So we wanted to say is that Yosef HaTzadik understood that if the brothers were to go, Chutz Litchum, they would be like Zuto Shelyam. They will be outside of the perimeter of that Mitzrayim, and it would be impossible for him to retrieve the Gavia, this golden, this, excuse me, silver cup that was taken from him, quote unquote. Because he knew if he were to go after them and they would already be an added to Israel, of course he'd be able to pursue them. But if he knew he would be able to go and, and capture them, they'd say, what do you want from us? We're already after Zuto Shayam, the waves of the ocean. Which ocean? Yamatechon, the Mediterranean Sea. As Mitzrayim and Eretz Israel both serve as the banks of the Mediterranean Sea. And it's, we pass Zuto Shalyam. We pass the waves of the sea. So it's Midine Hefker that we could keep this item. What do you want from us? And he would not be able to pull them back because they wouldn't have stolen anything. Because it was already out of the perimeter of that, of being Avudamimeno. Because it's outside Chutzatchom, that's what we want to say. It's outside, it's by Zuto Shalyam, it's by the Yamatechon that gets swept away, and now they will be Bizocheh, and therefore, Midin Hefker, they will be allowed to do that. Allowed to keep it. The question is, why is it that you're allowed to keep it? And there is a big machloket in the Rishonim, why a person gets to keep Zuto Shalyam. One explanation, which is based on the Rashi and the Ritva, is because Zuto Shalyam is because of Yush. Because there was a point in time when the person saw that it was going to be impossible to retrieve their item, and therefore they gave up a hope. There was a split second when they said, kis, Woe is to me that I had this loss. And that moment, the mashal we like to give, is the Wi-Fi connection between 
this person's item and their ba'alut, their ownership, gets turned off. And now anyone could come and they could switch on their personal Wi-Fi to be connected to this item. That's the Rashi and the Ritva. However, the Rosh and the Ramban, they say, no, it's a new din in the Torah that the Torah says, this is your Aveda. Meaning it has nothing to do with Yehush. It has to do specifically that the Torah says it's not the original owners anymore. Anyone. Whoever wants to come and take it, could take it. What's the Nafkamina? What's the difference in Halakha? The Nafkamina, the Gemara Nitifta in the back, he says, beautiful Nafkamina is, he says, Akatan, someone who is a young child under the age of Baraba Mitzvah that lost an item. And it was Zuto Shalyam. The question is, could you be Zocheh in this Aveda of the Katan, or not? If you learn like Rashi and the Ritva, that it's because of Yehosh, it's because he gave up hope, there's no Din Yehosh by a Katan, because he has no Da'at, he has no knowledge in the eyes of Halakha to be able to rescind any connection he has to this item, and it still would be connected to him. And there would be no Din Yehosh, and a person would not be allowed to be Zocheh in this from the Katan. However, if you were to learn like the Rosh and the Ramban, that it's a Din Chadash in the Torah, Din Chadash in the Torah, Lo it makes no difference if it's, if it's a Katan or not. It could be anyone. A person could be Zocha in this item, because anyone could be Zocha in it. Which we'd like to bring a very fascinating modern day application of where this is very relevant a number of years ago, there was a very daring group of people who funded a submarine to go down to the depths of the northern Atlantic Ocean and go down to where the Titanic sank. And they brought a filming crew and they first showed all the beautiful items that were literally at the, the bed of the sea of this freezing cold area. And Rahman they found also skeletons there as well. And they were showing all the wealth that was still held in this freezing cold treasure chest. And in front of the cameras, they were proceeding to take watches, gold trinkets, jewelry, paintings on the screen, and they publicized it. After they publicized it, a number of heirs, inheritors of people of Rahman's son that passed away during that tragedy, came up and said to these people, excuse me, you showed our very famous heirlooms that were in our, our family's heirlooms that belonged and they were brought on this, fate, uh, this unfortunately, this fateful voyage and we want it back. You publicized it, we want it back. And they said, no, we don't have to give it back. We paid the expense. We got it. Finders keepers. We get to keep it. If you say Zuto Shalyam is that of Yehosh, the original owners, they gave up hope. And even their heirs gave up hope. They thought there's no way anyone's going to be able to do it. And also, if you say it's a Din Chadash in the Torah, that the Aveda was taken away, also over here. So you see from here that Zuto Shalyam a natural disaster or phenomena of something that sweeps away and takes a person's item, we say that this item now completely belongs to this 
group of people that paid for the money and now there was Zochah in it. Now the Achronim talk about does Avuda Mimeno Mikola Adam, if we say something gets completely lost from a person, does that make Yush? And it's now, it's his, it's the person who wants, in other words, it's really the original owners, but now you have a special Zechia if you want to take it. Or do we say, no, it's Hefker Gamur, it's absolutely ownerless, and it's not the original owners at all. What's the Nafkamina? This case I just told you about, with the Titanic. If the Yorshin say that we would have wanted to go down, we didn't know it was even possible to hire someone, we didn't even know them, that it was even possible to do. So if you say that really it's the original owners or the heirs, but you have a Zechiah, so then it means that there's really some connection to the original owner. If there's some original connection to the owner, then at least, according to the strict letter of the law, it will be a nice thing for one to return the item back to the original family. Because they still have this connection with this item. However, if you say it's Hefker Gamor, it's absolutely ownerless, and there's no connection whatsoever, so then, there's no even you don't even have an obligation to go beyond the letter of the law to return it, because this is no one's. And since it's no one's, we therefore would say, a person would be allowed to 100% take this item without any qualms whatsoever. What you see from here is, is that when an item is put in the Zuto Shayam into the, the river, is it considered Hefker or not? Is it considered something that we say is considered ownerless or not. And with this, we want to say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave, gave us this idea, that we all know when the Jews were involved, they were involved in all the treasures that were found at the Yam. That's the expression that's used. And they were in it because of the mitzvah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Avram Avinu, you're going to you're going to go out with a tremendous wealth. And there would be Mikhayim and Mitzvata said that Kadosh Baruch Hu is fulfilling his promise. They're doing exactly what Hashem wanted him. Yet, we know the Midrash that says, Moshe Rabbeinu, where was he? Says the Mitzvah, it says the Pasuk, that a person who's Hacham Lev, Yikach Mitzvot. If he's a wise person of Lev, of heart, Yikach Mitzvot. He's going to take Mitzvot. What was he doing? He was going to find Aron Shal Yosef. He was finding it in Nahar Mitzrayim, in that in the Milus, in the Nile River. He was looking for Yosef HaTzadik, his, his Aron, to bring him back to Eretz Yisrael, to, to be buried in Shechem. The question everyone asks is, Chacham Levi Kach Mitzvot? There was a, a, a Shavua, there was a, a promise made to Yosef HaTzadik. It's not Chacham Levi Kach it's Neman, person who is trustworthy, that they're fulfilling a promise that was made hundreds of years ago, that they would fulfill the mandate given to them that when Yosef begged everyone to not leave his body in Eretz Mitzrayim, that we would take him out. So what do you mean, Hacham Levi Kach Mitzvot? So we want to say, based on this idea as well, why did the people put specifically this Aron Hashem Yosef in the Nahar? Why did they put him in the Nilos? This idea as well. They want to say is that it's like Hefker. It's like ownerless. It's Yosh. The Jewish people, we've subjugated them for many years. 210 years of labor, harsh labor, and we're subjecting them to the worst 
type of treatment possible. This for sure, Yehush. They for sure gave up. Moshe Rabbeinu says, no, 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 we did not give up. When the Jewish people are collecting a mitzvah of Rechush Gadol, I am collecting another mitzvah, which is the haftachah that we had that we never gave up. person that never gives up is because they are wise. They see the future. You see what's going to happen. You see if that we're subjected to such cruelty and such unusual punishments, that means the gula is going to be so great because it makes no sense why they're picking on us, why they're doing this to us. We're very loyal citizens. Ar Yosef, he ruled from the age of 30 to 110, the longest ruling monarch ever in the history of the Jewish people. For 80 years straight, he lived with dignity and with pride and brought Mitzrayim to that level, being the superpower of the world that they lost count of how much grain they had to be able to provide to the entire world. That's an insane statement to make. How could you lose count? And so because they had such an abundance, and this is all the chokhmah that Yosef HaTzadik gave to the Egyptians, that even to this day, people don't even know many of the things that the Egyptians, as a mashal, we don't even know how in the world the bodies of the, that have been mummified have been preserved for 3,000 years and almost no decay. Very minimal amount of decay. Scientists to this day are confounded. How is that? Mitzrayim was a very sophisticated nation, and yet Yosef HaTzadik, he's the viceroy, and the Jewish people get subjected to such cruel and unusual punishment? The answer is yes, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying it makes no sense, and from there, I'm going to show you that only good things will come from there. So Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to specifically go back to this Nahar, to say that we never gave up hope, and we're going to look it's not an Aveda. We're going to look for the Aron HaShel Yosef. We're going to look for this and we're going to find it. And from us finding it, we're going to show our tenacity. How HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we know that there's going to be good ultimately at the end of the tunnel. And with this, we could be answer another question which bothers many people. We know in Parashat Ba'alotcha, it says that the people who are Nose Aron HaShel Yosef complain, Lama Nigara, why should we lose that from the Karban Pesach? And Moshe Rabbeinu told them, Osek mitzvah, patomen mitzvah. You're involved in one mitzvah, carrying the Aron HaShel Yosef, the coffin, and therefore you don't need to be worried yourself. And they said, that's not fair. We want Korban Pesach. Meshach has a beautiful explanation why Korban Pesach, what that represents. The idea was is that they were very upset. I have a question for you. They only carried Aron HaShel Yosef? The Midrash tells us that they carried the Aron HaShel Kol HaShvatim. All the Shvatim asked for the same Avtachah. So why is Yosef the one that has the most prominence? It sounds like he was the only one that they transported. The answer is, because Aron HaShel Yosef showed that we never gave up. Just like Yosef HaTzadik never gave up. We never gave up as well. Moshe Rabbeinu showed that by going back and saying, I never gave up. I'm going to look for him right there specifically. There was no Avudu Mimeno. There was no Avudu Mimeno. He was never lost to us. They just put him there temporarily, but we knew more or less, I had to ask Serach Patashed where it was buried. But the point was that it was never lost to us. So with this, we want to conclude and say, that is why Yosef HaTzadik specifically told Menashe to go up until Yatsu Et Ha'ir, go within the Tchum. Because once you go outside, then you're going to go into a whole complicated halachic discussion about whether or not it is valid for them to hold on to the Gvi'ah or not, to hold on to this silver goblet or not. But once they were within the boundaries and the confines of the perimeter of the city, he could still say, I never lost hope. 
Moshe Rabbeinu, Chacham Levi, Kach Mitzvot. These people as well, like we said, from the Machloket, Rashi and the Ritva, is it Yehush, that we say that it's considered giving up hope, or it's a new din from the Torah, that we say the Torah says it's considered Avedah, like the Rosh and the Ramban said. And we say, Nafkamina and Katan, whether or not we could take it away from him. And we say, from the Achronim, do we say it's called Yehush? In other words, meaning they still had a connection at one point, and therefore do you have to give it back, like we said in the story of the Titanic. Or do we say, no, the people who hired the submarine company, find just keepers, at Hefker, and they can do whatever they want with it. So from here you see is that when you don't give up hope, and you hold on tight, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will only give you Shulot. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should allow all of us, that in the Zchut of staying, tightly bound to all the traditions that we have, based on Torah, Mitzvot, Ma'asim Tovim, we should be zochet to the ultimate gula, the gula shleima, b'mhero v'yameno, amen v'yamen. V'yino madonu aleinu aleinu, ma'asena kanonu aleinu, ma'asei adeno kanonu aleinu. This audio series has been brought to you by the Sephardic Halakha Center. The center is committed to advancing research and application of halakha in the Sephardic community nationwide. For a halakha consultation, monetary bedin services, to order this series or to sign up to receive the Sephardic Halakha Journal, or for all other information, please call 1-844-200-TSHC or email info at theshc.org to subscribe.